If saving more and spending less is one of your top goals for 2023, why are you still paying insane amounts of money every month for your phone bill? Switching to Mint Mobile is the easiest way to save this year as the first company to sell premium wireless service online only. Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save you a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. I saw the commercials with Ryan Reynolds and I was like, I'll give it a go. My service sucks here anyways with AT&T, so I switched. It's been pretty easy over there. For people looking for extra savings this year, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month by going online only and eliminating the traditional cost of retail. Mint Mobile passes significant savings to you. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and switch easily in minutes with eSIM. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless service plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash drinking bros. That is mintmobile.com slash drinking bros. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash drinking bros. Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to the Monday Morning Recap, everybody. Coming in hot at 5.15 p.m. East Coast time. Right on time today. As always, we're brought to you by MyBookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles your first deposit all the way up to a thousand dollars. And uh, Delco, I lost my voice uh, screaming for you on Friday nights. You had five hundred dollars on the Marlins game. I did. Thanks to Rob. <laughs> Just to Rob. This is the only game they won that weekend. It was. It was. Yeah. yeah, we were sitting there and we were both pretty drunk. You were, I think, like. Very drunk. Yeah. And uh, you're just like, well, I, might, I might do this. I might, I might put some of this kid. Who yeah. Who should I take? Who should I take? And I was like, uh, Lizardo's the better pitcher. Yeah. So I guess take the Marlins. Because <laughs> Verlander got scratched, right? Yeah. Scratch. Yeah. He's on the uh, IL. Yeah. He had uh, $500 on the Marlins, but it was close. I mean, it came down to that game saving catch, or else that would have been it. Yeah. It was a fun game. It was sick. It was a great game to yeah. be at. Yeah. Um, Loaded up on Marlins gear. Yeah, the old school one. Yeah. The teal. Yeah. We it's had a fun time at the ballpark. It's like a top five logo. Why the fuck do they punt on that? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But they're doing it every Friday, so they're bringing it back every single Friday. Uh, so the old school logos will be mm-hmm. back on Fridays there at the stadium. Uh, D'Anthony Holloway threw out the first pitch on Friday nights. Uh, what was your thoughts, D'Anthony, on throwing out the first pitch? Oh, it was fun. I mean, I'm glad that we – I like – I. To be honest, it's not. It doesn't really get me all that hyped up personally. But I, I'm glad that 
throwing yeah, a Billy the Marlin didn't get you yeah. hype. Well, no, any any of those situations wouldn't have got me hyped. If it was like Game Seven of the World Series and it was seventy thousand people there and I was throwing to Jesus, I wouldn't care. Still, but I feel like he did you dirty though. It's true though. It was nice that uh, the fans got to see that stuff because it's really just a reflection of their support that we were there in the first place. So I appreciate Correct. I appreciate that part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, um, but, but it was weird. It was like uh, I didn't expect to be in a line of people who were all throwing out the first yep. pitch. Yeah, and, and Billy's just not even. <laughs> Going behind the plate, he's just like nah. Yeah, well, they, gonna- they asked me not to step on the mound and stuff too, which I understand. Like this, it, this is ceremonial. It's not like I'm going there trying to fucking pump heat in there and make a name for myself. Look, <laughs> if, if, if you put me in, coach, like no, this is this is all for fucking show. Oh, that's but a- the. Nope. nope, nope, nope. Not a prayer, George. That's why we were all there to the, see throw the, a pitch. The kid that threw before me uh, threw it kind of up in the air a little bit. I think he was worried about bouncing it. Well, can I tell this story? I'll tell you what <laughs> happened because I was standing with them. They kind of brought you over to the side to get you ready to go out to the mound. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're doing this at a lot of ballparks now where they're bringing out like uh, two or three people and then mm-hmm. doing it individually and uh, probably smart on their, their part to do it because so many people want to throw out the first pitch. So the first kid was about 11, 12 years old. So I'm there and I'm talking to his dad. I don't know what his dad did for a living, but he said, uh, I've got three boys and uh, my other two sons have already thrown out the first pitch and, uh, and now it's his turn. And I said, well, how did, your, how did the other two do? And he goes, they threw perfect strikes. And he said it right in front of this kid. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. It, you're gonna make your kid nervous. What is doing this family's this? deal? Why, I don't why are they all throwing first pitches? Not up? sure. I don't. I, his dad must do something. Sounds like a what? I well, you know what he does for a living? Uh, I didn't ask. I, I knew. I know what he does. What is it? I recognized. Oh, you did. Yeah, he's a winner. <laughs> That's true. If you're if you're able to do it, chances are you spent some money to to get in with the organization and everything. So, yes, he's a winner. However, he said this in front of his kid. And, uh, and almost saying, like, hey, don't fuck this up, right? Mm-hmm. And, and as Dan said, it's Billy the Marlin out there with a huge oversized glove. Now, the pressure got to this kid. Not just the glove, though. You're looking through, like, a what's, what's effectively a screen door that's right here. Uh-huh. So, yeah, the kid kind of lobbed it in up high, and I saw Billy trying to track it up high, but you can't see through that shit. If you, you when you look the up, eye holes. Yeah. When you look yeah. up, the eye holes stay at the same the, level. The, uh, <laughs> the fucking, what is it? I mean, like the sword of the swordfish is right fucking on top yeah. of him. So, yeah. Whatever the fuck uh, you call yeah. it. Yeah, so it wasn't a good idea to throw it high like that. So I just kind of I tried to throw it right into his eye line, which I think it did a pretty good job of. You, you should have beamed threw, him you, right between the eyes. He threw, he threw a perfect strike. Uh, it was a, a great event. It was cool to see. And they let you keep the ball, right? Uh, yeah, it's in me right now. Inside of you? Yes. Yeah. I, I actually had it for a while. Did you really? Yeah, I took it to... I, I don't know. I give it back to you eventually, right? Yeah, I've got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I but, mean, look, there's... Uh, you browned out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I ended yeah. up doing just barrel rolls, like in our backyard. There was so much hard AF seltzer uh, drank that night. Uh, one guy blacked out uh, inside of our suite and was moved outside of the suite. And, uh, Are you trying to protect his reputation? Sleep. No, it's Phil C's. I'll, yeah, I'll Phil say C's it did it. Phil C's. As a matter of fact, I think as soon as he showed up, he was already blacked out. No, he was fine when he showed up because he just got off work. Oh, so I, I, see. I saw him when he walked in, and I was like, eh. I go, have you had the seltzer before? And he goes, no, 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 not yet. I just moved to Miami and and, uh, and everything else. And I was like, oh, shit. You're definitely blacking out. And he's like, no, bro, I've changed. And I go, sure haven't, Phil. I've known you for a while. And uh, yeah. he was blacked out. Uh, to the people that were there, because we had about 30 drinking bros inside the suite there. We rented it out. 
uh, destroyed that bar tab. Mm-hmm. And uh, I get a call from the bank, and they were like, are you sure this much money is being charged right now? And I was like, I sure mm-hmm. am. Mm-hmm. CFO's not going to be happy about it, but fuck them. Don't really care. Um, he wasn't C- there drinking. Yeah, exactly. Phil C's now, on the other hand, um, was found the next morning in the bushes outside the stadium. Mm-hmm. So a police officer found him. Cheers. Cheers. It took 12 hours? Not sure, I, here, but let me explain. So the only reason I even knew he was there, legs were sticking out of the bush. Mm. So when you walked in, remember those bushes out there? Yeah, yeah. Legs were sticking out of the bush, so the they thought it could have been a dead person or a homeless guy or maybe a combination of both. So he is alive then. He Not only is alive, but I saw him on Facebook the next morning because I had an early flight at like 6 a.m., and he was on a boat wearing the same outfit mm-hmm. with a bunch of girls and uh, – living his life and probably blacking out wherever that boat went. So, Good for him. Good I don't think him. he ever blacked back in. I don't think so either. You know no. what I mean? I don't like, think so he either. He just fucking was, and then just stayed. It was a crazy weekend. We ended up, me and Rob somehow became best friends with Mike Piazza. It's true. Yes. Yeah. He smoked cigars with yeah, Mike you, Piazza. Yeah. He's taking you to uh, Turks and Caicos, I believe. Yeah, there's yeah. actually a photo of me and Rob with Mike Piazza right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he's very close to us. Yes. Yeah. You guys are beef rice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He liked, he is weird. Like, he was like, I like you guys. Like, you got chest hair, you don't got chest hair. And I was like, that's the only comment. And he was like, yeah. So, Turks and Caicos. And we were like, yeah, whatever. You're yeah, all yeah, favorite. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Little vacation. I hope you don't mind. No, watch yeah. watch uh, the Instagram. Is it at Dan Register on Instagram? Yeah. Okay, great. And then yeah. what, what is yours? At Rob Fox Three. Yeah. So check those guys out on Instagram with Mike Piazza on a yacht somewhere in Turks and Caicos, and uh, that'll be coming very soon. I feel like yeah, uh, down down the pike. Uh, and then the to, a quick update on the guy who got arrested. Um, he was released, so uh, he was fine. Another drinking bro talked him out of whatever happened at the He's stadium. An FIU Fiji. Was he really? Yeah. I think that's, all, that's even more information than he would want broadcast. Like, I oh, probably sure. crossed paths with him in college. Yeah. Because yeah. I used to go down to FIU for a few parties. But he was fine the next day. Yeah, he was fine and uh, sober throughout the game. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he drank all through the game. He just didn't Did he? get fucking sloppy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He didn't, yeah, he, he didn't have eight hard AFs for breakfast. I think it just, mm. like, it, and it's happened to all of us, right? It'll sneak up on you. Yes. Yes, the, it, it, it especially really if does. it's the first time you've had that particular booze. Holy shit. It doesn't shit. taste like the the it's important that booze tastes like booze sometimes. Right. Yeah. So you're like, oh shit, okay. Yeah. But ours is pretty good. So, you know, you it, can make people make mistakes. It, it'll get you. Mm-hmm. It'll get you. But it all worked out in the end. So it did. And thanks to everybody who came out. Uh again, that's why we bought the suite for you guys and, and all that stuff to say thank you. Uh we had an absolute blast and Billy the Marlin actually came up to the suites. Uh, took some photos with Billy, and uh, we're able he's to coming with to uh, it's a Turks, Turks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not a surprise. He's a big cigar guy. He and, like uh, measure. Piazza kept measuring my torso versus his no, like Billy's nose, and sure. I was just like, I don't. Is this for a suit? What? But yeah, whatever. I think he wanted to see how much of it would go inside you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. Well, it's but his I'm not island. A, I'm not a doctor, so no, never, never have claimed to be. Yeah, never have been. Uh, so we came back. Uh, you know, Saturday, some Saturday night ish, and uh, woke up uh, hungover on Sunday. But I was actually amped to watch this uh, Iowa LSU Women's National Championship game, mm-hmm. which has never happened in my life. I don't think that I've ever sat through a game and watched a Women's National Championship game. A lot of hype, though. You got a superstar in uh, Clark. You sure do. And this is something we've talked about on the show for years. 
it, w- would it be possible to attract ratings to women's basketball? And we said, look, you're going to have to have somebody who transforms the game or big personalities who talk shit. And you had all of that mm-hmm. in this game. And uh, this was the first time ever that I had gone to a, a restaurant afterwards and uh, people were asking to turn on the women's national championship game. It was fun, too. LSU was talking all that shit. They were, they were in your face, aggressive, from, like from the jump. Yes. And their coach was like all... Had to put like a She's dazzled peacocking. out. Yeah, li- they looked like, like a bunch of fucking assholes. Suit. To be honest, they looked so. It's all fucking stupid. I can't take trash talking women seriously. Honestly, yeah, it's dumb to me. Like I, I, I appreciated the. They, they were two very good basketball teams. Yeah, right? the game itself was pretty good, but the uh, uh, all that extracurricular shit is fucking gay. That made it more fun. It made I it more fun for me. No, I did. thought too. Yeah, um, and That's people dumb. at the restaurant who were just you know completely casual just watching it for the first time everybody was into it because of that um now i will say this uh, i missed the first quarter and you would you would text to me about uh first half the girl from lsu's off the bench just couldn't miss right she hit like five threes five for five and three pointers seven seven for seven seven and field goals and And had 21 points jasmine something but uh she i don't think she scored in the second half well she's a she was a bench player and i was surprised she didn't play the second she didn't play much in the second half uh, and it was surprising to see that. Uh, Caitlin Clark was as good as advertised. She dropped 30 in that game. But um, LSU could not miss a fucking shot in that. I mean, I've never seen a women's team make that many buckets on a consistent basis against the top-ranked squad. They kind of called their shot, though. They did. Yeah. They sure did before the game. And they said, hey, if you pull that bullshit defense you were playing Friday nights, we're just going to make it rain. Yes. Yeah, I don't think Iowa was particularly a good defensive team this year necessarily. I don't like think it. Iowa was a very good team. They just had the best player that we've seen in co- women's college basketball for e- probably ever. And she's got honest. another year. Might be, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's got another. She's a I mean, junior. It would yeah. be either her or Tarazi, right? Because Tarazi had a good run. Tarazi or maybe Candace Parker. Yeah. That would be the three that I Candace Parker's a goat. But, yeah. well, but, but Clark plays the game in a different way that kind of makes it a little bit more excited, frankly. Yeah. Or uh, what's her And Clark, uh, Caitlin Clark uh, broke. Lisa. Well, no. Um, Swoops. Cr- Cheryl Swoops. S- Cheryl Swoops. Oh, Swoops. Uh, yeah. yeah, they broke. Uh, so Caitlin Clark broke all of her records. Uh, mm-hmm. Scoring. Most three pointers made and assists uh, made in this in the tournaments. Swoops only played five games though. Yeah, yeah. It, people were saying that after the game. How many do you have to play now in women's? Isn't it six or seven? Not so, sure. It used to be forty-eight teams. Now it's sixty. It's six oh, so, okay. gotcha. so it's one more round. So probably yeah. one more game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. gotcha. But I, I liked. Uh, so a lot of people credit the Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Iowa, Michigan, or Iowa, Indiana, Michigan State rivalry. And particularly in the in the in March Madness for making college basketball as popular as it is today, making March Madness as popular as today, but on the heels of that, we're fucking just like a, so much talent over and over. Uh, Worthy and Jordan came in shortly after that, and it's it has kept going. And we remember all those teams through the '90s: UNC and Duke teams, the Kansas teams. It's just not like that anymore in the men's side because of the one and done shit. But the this is the moment for women's basketball to capitalize on that shit. Yeah, they need, they need to. Uh, and look, I, I think ESPN owns all the rights to it. They do. Yeah. So yeah. they'll be able to naturally market and promote it and stuff like that, which is nice. But they need to fucking, uh, I for, for the game itself. Like I find all this stuff really irritating. But I think for the for fans, it's probably a good thing. I mean, that's honest. if I was talking to Dan about this before the uh, before any of the shows started today. But like, that's how a lot of the sports leagues when they started, like it was 
kind of roughneck assholes mm-hmm. playing each other. And I mean, Ty Cobb was beating the shit out of cripples yeah. in the stands. The and like go just read about the NFL before World War II or mm-hmm. even right after World War II. The ABA. It, you you it, need it, heels. Yeah. And faces, faces right? Like, yeah. it's it's wrestling. All these people are like, oh, way to be classless, LSU. Like, fucking shut up. Yeah. Like, it's great. It's uh, an entertainment product. Yeah. It's like, no, cla- the whole class act thing is like, it's for the fucking birds, dude. Like, nobody uh, wants to see that shit. I, I do like that LSU talked a little shit beforehand. If you remember Jordan uh, in The Last Dance, he goes, only bitches talk shit when they're up. Like, yeah. Talk, talk, and that's what I felt about the way LSU pulled that game. Talk all your shit. Before the game, Bef- like before, they did. Like, they talk shit talk, the entire I, no, game. No, I know. Talk all your shit before the game, and then once you win, keep your fucking mouth shut. Don't be a cunt. And that's what they were. They acted like a bunch of idiots. Yeah, I mean... Like a bunch so, of fucking sore winners. That's there's mag, mag, Being magnanimous in victory, it, it, that's the part that fucking reels you back in to like, okay, this is all okay after you've talked your shit beforehand. But acting like a bunch of spoiled cunts like that after the game was, I think, pathetic frankly and that angel mm. reese girl took a lot of heat online and uh they're bringing in the element of of race to this which i yeah, find hilarious I think, uh, maybe it has something to do with it for some people but i don't she, i don't think so she I, had a I great just, she I, had a great fucking what did she average like 25 points a game in the tournament or something like she that was yeah. the she was MVP awesome or the mop of yeah. the tournament she was really good but she only so. had 15 points and her talking shit to caitlin clark who dropped 30 doesn't really make a lot of sense mm-hmm. to me and she didn't let it go for the last minute of the game when the game was over to dan's points it, they were up by 14 points not, there was there wasn't a need at that point. That's, uh, that that is genuinely pathetic. So yeah. that's why they came off as thuggish assholes. Uh, she she would not get out of her fucking face, and even followed her over to the bench. Um, and that's why she's taking so much heat who, online. Who knew all you needed to make women's basketball interesting and talked about was a race war? Like, <laughs> well, fucking, I don't think it's a race. It, war. It literally is all over line, like online right now. Like, yes. It, it, they're just separating even the pregame right like you have all the white girls at iowa yep dancing to what like taylor swift or something yes oh and then, boy or like some like high school like old school like punk rock correct right. and then you have you know the lsu players like just dancing and it, it is kind of like a cultural thing oh though. is it like uh uh bring it on no but well, yeah but yeah 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 i, I, I was, I was, of, I, was gonna, of, yeah. I was gonna say hoosiers because it was black versus white right but i don't that's not what i read from it i just thought like uh I don't. I don't really like the way that Caitlin Clark does that shit either. Like looking at the other team's bench and fucking trying to show people up. Fuck that bullshit. So I you celebrate with your team. If you had a three, put the three up in the air. Bam! Slap hands. Do your little fucking celebration. But if you bring it over to the other team's bench, that's bullshit. I'm you know, okay like with a little I'm, bit. I'm okay with a little bit of Taunton. it. Like if you throw down, like in the NBA, like if somebody throws down, a, or at college basketball, somebody throws down a sick fucking dunk and they fucking like flex over the dude. They just drag their nuts across. I'm fine with that. Allen Iverson stepping over Tyron Lue. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, you can you can absolutely beat anything to death for sure. Like you can beat anything into the ground. Like actually, the guy who I'm probably most like like that with is Acuna right mm. like I love Acuna I'll, I'll defend most of his most of his like flexing because that's who he is but every once in a while I'm like man all right yeah but he doesn't fucking look at the pitcher and flex on him he just flexes to celebrate that there's I don't understand why people don't see the difference between those two things they're right. very fucking different yes. yeah he's tight he'll talk to the other bench sometimes he'll say everybody some shit. chirps from bench to bench yeah, yeah, yeah but he doesn't hit a home run and then stare at the pitcher and fucking do like this oh I got a ring <laughs> yeah I guess my whole thing was like what did Caitlin Clark ever do to like the LSU players? Like, was there? They nothing? were mad that she showed up a f- the Florida 
players. No, so, no, so, no, those are my right? SEC sisters. Like, no, they don't, you don't even know those people. What the fuck are so, you talking about? Was, uh, South, South Carolina. South Carolina. Um, whoever, South Carolina but uh, what they were saying was that was their strategy is they had a, a huge paint presence and they had big girls in the paint. Mm. So they dropped back all the bodies in the paints and then they left the three-point line open for the girls to mm-hmm. shoot. And LSU was just like... And they didn't shoot. Right. Yeah, South Carolina didn't shoot. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's not showing up another team. I'd do that for kids' soccer. If there's a better kid on the fucking field... And there's weaker ones. Like, I'll pick that out at a, at a younger age, too. You pack the box like a bitch? Yeah, dude. 100%. Like, and if it's towards the end of the game, I'll put all the fucking kids in goal. And if we're up one, two goals, to make sure we win the goddamn game. And that's just what it is. Listen it's, to how he got those trophies. Exactly. But that's, <laughs> that's not. That's at a child level all the way up through this. So I don't understand why they felt disrespected by playing a different style of defense that suited a different team. Now, to your point about race. ESPN's first article here, LSU's Angel Reese, Iowa Clark's uh, Caitlin Clark, and the double standards of race in sports. Suck my dick. To me, it wasn't a double standard of race. It's when she did it. And this will go back to what Dan was saying. It was the end of the game, Mm. and you wouldn't get out of the other girl's face up by 15 points. It's 40 seconds left. Do people really not see the difference between hitting a shot and turning around after you're on fire and doing like this, not even looking over at the bench, but doing like this as you're running back down the court and then getting in a girl's face and doing this and pointing at your fucking ring finger. Like that's not, there's no, those are two completely different fucking actions. When yeah. you're up by 15 points with 40 seconds God left. damn it, dude. And it doesn't now, make any sense. Now the, the really uh, uh, irritating part about this is this stupid fucking bitch is going to be lionized in the media now. Like, oh, she's such a hero. And her, the way she described it was like, women that look like me need to be able to do stuff like that. Like, oh, great. Great. Let's make it about that, you fucking bitch. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Jesus and then her Christ. response today was because everybody online was just like, look, are you really going to talk shit against Caitlin Clark, who just broke every record mm-hmm. there ever was? And if she stays one more year, we'll break every single NCAA mm-hmm. record there is. And her response was, I don't care about individual accolades. I wanted to win a championship. It was like, no, you sure did before you came up against the best person in college basketball. And then you realize she can just drop 30 from anywhere, shooting from the logo and shit. I mean, it was pretty wild. Uh, in my opinion, if it wasn't for that girl on the bench who had 21 points in the first, the first half, half. she went off, yeah. And seven for seven, that's a totally different ball game. She even hits a bang shot at the end. Like, yeah, yeah dude. I think LSU was a no. better team overall. They, they were certainly deeper. They seem yeah, like it. I mean, they yeah. seem like it. Yeah. And that's Clark. how you win. Like, if you, you can, having the best player in the fucking NCAA tournament on the men or women's side doesn't mean shit. Clark, I think, was... 64% of yeah. all of Iowa's points yeah. uh, were either her scoring or assisting. Right. Yeah. And that's what we used For to the love about March Madness was, you know, you, when there's five players on a, on a starting five, one guy or girl could lead you to the finals and it was possible. Steph Curry went on an unbelievable run with Davidson that year because uh, we'll flip this over to the men's side. We don't have that tonight. Um, I don't know anybody in the free world that cares about this fucking game tonight, I'm going to bet on it because I'm a junkie, and I bet on Connecticut. Seven points. Hey, I, I, I took five and a half two nights ago and won that on my book. Yeah, I would take the seven. Same. I'm taking the seven like Connecticut. Connecticut's probably going to win this game by ten points I or agree. more. Yep. Yeah, oh, that is, no. they're, they're the most complete basketball team, at least their performance-wise, that I've seen in the tournament a long-ass time. Yep. They don't, they don't, there's no weaknesses on that team. And they seem to be, they execute really well. 
They stay in their game plan. It's a basketball is a game of runs, right? There's going to be a two to four minute periods where you can't hit a shot and the other team hits everything. You just got to weather that storm, stay in your fucking focus, stay in your fundamentals, make the fucking plays that you make, and not panic. And Connecticut does it really well. Yep, it's what I. Connecticut is the team that everybody thought Gonzaga was last year or yeah, the year before. Exactly. To be honest, um, there's not a superstar on that team. Yeah, but I mean, it's San, just a good team. Yep. San Diego State, they don't they don't panic either. They're dude, old. No, as, they, they're they old are, as fuck. But yeah. they were down. I, got, I watched, but they were down the entire game mm-hmm. until yeah. that last second shot that was the first lead they've ever had in the entire game yeah they they don't but they have ice water in their veins too right i mean that's they, that that plays that plays at the fucking level you like, just can't but you against connecticut the way they execute they don't fucking turn the ball over a lot if you get down early again oh, like connecticut turns, the, does, turns the ball over a lot uh well not lately not lately uh this this tournament they've won by an average of 16 yeah, points that doesn't a mean they're not turning the ball yeah over. but they still turn the ball over well they're creating more than they're getting then yeah I, whatever they're doing but, i mean it's it's incredible the run that they're on is i mean they're again. Skull fucking people. I know you still got to factor in Dan Hurley losing his head. Ah, uh, like he's just gonna go. Well, let's do it now. Uh, again, we're brought to you by mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles your first deposits. Uh, D'Anthony, who do you have in tonight's game? Minus seven for UConn. Um, I'll take Connecticut at any amount that Vegas says. To yep. be honest, same. Uh, what about you, Delco? I mean, UConn should win this game pretty easily, but you know what? Fuck it. I'll go with San Diego State outright. Uh, money line? Or are you taking the points? Yeah, money line. <sighs> I'll be rooting for outright. San Diego State. Out right. You think they're going to win the, the tournament tonight? Yes. It would be hilarious. Be I, would, I wouldn't mind to see it. No, I'll be rooting for him for sure. I just think UConn's been so locked in, man. How do you... That, this I, is, I don't know. This, it's how you win in, in uh, short tournaments like this. Yep. But at least I can like kind of compute San Diego State winning a national championship. If FAU was in this... That would have been And they dumb. won a natty, that'd be, it wouldn't even... They were this close. Makes sense. I think they were a tenth of a second away from being. But what in this do you game. think? If FAU had made it to this game, I think it would have been like UConn, probably by forty minus ten, yeah. probably yeah. minus eleven, something digit. like that. Yeah. But also but next year, FAU's bringing back, I think, the entire team. And, yeah. and if the coach yeah. comes back, he should. He, he should. Qu- like, you you're not going to yeah. do better, are you? Yeah. Like just ride that team out. Yeah, this isn't try like, to get back who, and then get a job. Go coach Bronny James at Ohio State. Who was it that left last year? Prince or what the fuck was that? Pierce. From no no Pier, the the school the uh, the fifteen seed that made it to the elite eight Saint Pete's. Oh, Saint, Saint Pete's. Pete's. Yeah, a, yeah. yeah, that dude Pete's. left. Yeah, yeah. but, they, but that makes just, sense, right? Yeah, yeah. He went yeah. to Seton Hall. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, that's a better job. This one doesn't make sense to leave. Not yet. And this, especially if you no make it all the way to the final four. Gig right now, that's this, yeah, this is kind of like what's his fuck. With Bronny James, but I, whatever, man. You know, it's kind of it's kind of like the dude at Butler, our our guy from Butler who who went to the Celtics, Brad Stevens. Yeah, like all those dudes were coming back the next year. Don't leave yet. Yeah. yeah, don't leave. Yeah. Get another year, and then get the better job. By the way, yeah. UConn fifteen turnovers against uh, in their last game, and then I skipped Gonzaga because that was such a blowout. Who cares how many times they turn the ball over? But uh, seventeen turnovers against mm-hmm. Arkansas. That is a lot. It is a lot. Yeah, That's they, shocking. They do it. Well, how okay. many are they creating? What What are the other team? Yeah, uh, I'll double check that. But uh, who do you got tonight, Bob? Minus I, seven, UConn. I think San Diego State covers for sure. Um, so I would just take the the points there. Okay. Um, I, they're just too. They're old. Like they haven't been rattled. They fucking fought back every time. One of the time. best defenses and in the country. I just. I know UConn's on. I know UConn's on. But you know they've they've kind of farted. They've sharded this year before. So mm-hmm. maybe they. Who knows? All right. Now let's get to this over under of one thirty two. What do you do there? Because they do have a, a decent defense. Because mm. that's a, over. That's a sixty seven sixty seven game there. I think or no. Mm, national my, championship. 
Yeah, my math is national right. championship. Their buttholes are going to be kind of puckered up. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I, I go under. So that's a sixty-seven, sixty-six final is what this would be. Yeah. You go under. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Bob? Over. Uh, I think take, they're both. I'm, they're both going into the seventies. I'm going to take the over as well. Uh, you can also tease these on mybookie.com. Uh, so if you get a parlay on this, uh, it'll take off five points uh, of the over under and five points off the uh, spread of the game. So you can take UConn down to minus two. I'm going to drop this on a over. Teaser. Yeah, on a yeah, teaser yeah. as well. I'm going to bet this probably three different ways tonight. Uh, subscribe they to do our, fi- They do five-point teasers. Usually basketball's four. Yeah, they do five. Uh, they also they offer a four. They offer a three-and-a-half, a four, and a five on my bookie, which is great. And uh, I will drop these bet slips uh, as soon as we get off air and Drinking Bros Sports on Facebook. Free group to sign up. Uh, just don't be an asshole. It's the only rules. Uh, D'Anthony, who do you got in this, this over-under of 132? Um, I'll take the, uh, I'll take the over. I think I, this, this game's got the potential to go into overtime, to be honest. Um, also that I agree with that. Honestly. I mean, they're two Connecticut plays really good defense as well. I could see some cold streaks and stuff like that, but I, I, I think it's going to be over. Also San Diego state in the front, in the backcourt, they have the advantage. They have the better guards. I think UConn's going to win by 20 plus tonight. And if there's an option on my bookie, I don't have my phone on. You me, can but, take. Uh, you can certainly take alt lines. Yeah, live. yes, uh, and, yeah. That, and that's awesome. And I'm going to do that as well. Um, well, they they usually they now offer them before the games on my bookie, oh, so I'm going to take that as well. And I'll probably jack this up to at least 14. What do you think that math looks like though? Because UConn so far they've been averaging 55 to 58 percent field goal percentage, mm-hmm. and their opponents have been in the 35 to 40 percent range, which is obviously quite a bit less. So is San Diego State going to be able to crunch through that fucking yeah. defense? But by the way, UConn was only, uh, again, in those same two games mm-hmm. I referenced, only nine and ten turnovers against the other teams. Yeah, they didn't get many. I mean, yeah. this season so far they've gotten a lot. but so not they've been games. relying quite a bit on efficiency, essentially. Which is not uh, the best recipe for success, I guess. I mean, you don't, you don't want to rely on making jump shots. It's easier to disrupt efficiency than it is, say, rebounding or, or pace, or, or not necessarily pace, but like turn like a mm-hmm. team that turns the ball over like that. You can, you know, you can make a team inefficient and then things start to get wobbly. I think this is going to be a fucking brick fight. I think That's this advantage seeming. I don't think I so. <laughs> I, I, I think San Diego State has never been on this big of a stage before, and I think they'll collapse. Well, neither yeah, have any of these kids from UConn. Of. Not, not you, Natty, but UConn but, as a program, though, has been for Yeah, but what, how does that affect you as an individual? Ain't Rip Hamilton ain't coming out there. The fat guy, Brother. El Amin, isn't coming out there. Are you going to make me jack this up to 20 here? Um... All right, so if you take minus 20, UConn minus 20 tonight on my bookie, it is a 6-1 to one odds on that. That's too low. Uh, yeah, what? That should be 10-1. 20-point blowout? There's no, that's blowout. bad odds I don't that. think so. I think they're expecting a blowout. I really do. You it's minus st- 7 already. You would still get boned. It would be like you would lose. UConn wins by like 17 or something like that. I don't see 20-plus points. Nah. Yeah, that's going to be at least 10 to 1. What is it at 15? Uh, that's probably 15 points is yeah. um, 3 to 1. Fuck that. 3 to what? 1. No, this is oh. I, I'm telling you, they're, they're, I think Vegas is expecting a blowout. I'm not tonight. saying it isn't going to happen. I'm saying those that's odds the only, suck. I, but I understand. But I think, I think that's the, the reason why the odds. is expecting that. Uh, we all, I, I am. You guys aren't. The so public side. You guys aren't, but I, I fully am expecting a blowout, same as Vegas. Obviously. This is also. How do they rebound these two teams? So if we get into a brick fest, who's who wins that? I know. Oh, let me get my laptop. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and grab it. <laughs> um, so UConn's two best players are bigs. Yep. Uh, not necessarily good rebounding bigs though. Uh, but they're good shooters. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're I mean, they're efficient in the paint, yeah. And they're good free throw shooters too, which is surprising. Usually, big men can't shoot free throws that good. You know who uh, else could shoot free throws? These real guys good? are all right. Not San Diego State. Old Zach Eady. Uh, San Diego State could not fucking yeah. UConn's buy been, a free throw at the end. UConn's of that game. been dumping about eighty percent from free throw line, which yeah. is pretty decent for college, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna jack up these these fucking odds tonight, dude. I'm amped now. You need to calm down. That's the only that's the only way I can get into this game because I don't really give a shit about any of these the, like either two of these teams. Um, UConn against somebody else, maybe, but not San Diego State. Yeah. It's so you, I didn't feel like they deserved to be there, anyways. Uh, they were down the entire game, and then they, why they, do they not deserve? They came back and won that game. They did, but the other team missed like fucking nine free throws. That means the, the other end. team didn't deserve to win. I, either way, no, neither like, <laughs> neither team should have been in this game against UConn. Right? Yeah, I think when UConn wins by twenty tonight, we'll have a different discussion tomorrow. That's just my guess. But you guys are taking San Diego State outright money line. And how am. much do you put on that? No, I'm t- I'm taking the points. I think San Diego State covers. Okay, with the points, and you're taking a money line. I'm uh, taking all the equity I have. <laughs> smart. Yeah. Smart. Um, I mean, UConn's been out rebounding people by eight to ten pretty much every game. Yeah, they are the second best team in the country at uh, grabbing offensive boards. However, yeah. San Diego State's not really a slouch on in rebounding. Like they're they're both excellent rebounding. I teams. would love to see a dogfight here, but they both shoot pretty well from three as well. I think San Diego State's shooting about thirty eight percent from three for the tournament. I'm not totally unconvinced that this isn't the best team. UConn has played in the tournament so far. It is. Well, this is definitely the best team that San Diego State is playing. Uh, you can make an argument for Bama. Creighton. Get the fuck no, out of here. I, was, I never believed in Bama all year. They and, evaporated. Uh, They're gone. That dude, that, that kid's going to, he declared for the draft too, right? Yeah, yeah, they beat Bama, the they beat Creighton. Creighton, maybe the best starting five in the country. I, I, think that, I think that there's a bigger disparity in talent uh, for what UConn has faced so far versus tonight mm-hmm. versus what? San Diego State has faced so far versus tonight. Maybe Gonzaga was not very good. No. Obviously. I mean, just not performance-wise, obviously. They got blown the fuck out. But, man, that team, what the fuck happened there? I don't know. It's just squishy. You, you, it's like you, as a program, when you have that many, like Jalen Suggs and people like that coming through your program, and all of a sudden you've got J- J- Drew Timmy's the last guy left and nobody else? What the yeah. fuck happened? He'll be you, Sacramento King next how, year. Yeah, yeah, he and Chet will fucking play together again. Drew Timmy is not making the NBA. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Yes, He'll he will. play an NBA game before Chet does. They said, no, they, he won't. They said during the, the broadcast that he's an early second rounder, so he's going. He's going to a franchise, maybe. I, I, Chet, I, Chet Holmgren's in a hospital right yeah, now. So. Chet, I, I sincerely hope he gets drafted on the same team as Chet Holmgren and makes the NBA before. God, I can't wait. But I can't yeah. wait till he pushes your shit in. I can't wait, dude. And I, I watched that Wemby guy play over the weekend. Oh yeah, he looks good, man. He looks damn. good, but he, God damn it, dude. This yeah. is a fucking highlight He's of him missing figures. a three, but then Doesn't also dunking. getting the like yeah. the rebound and dunking, dunking it. it. it was, yeah, but it was, to be honest, nobody even boxed out of that play. It's not like he who jumped gives over the top. A shit. That's He's insane. You can do that. If he, it was like He's he was the only guy on the court. No, he's a stick figure. Yeah. He's a stick figure. He's going to fill out. Yeah, he he's still a little chat. You get into an MB, like a professional sports team's like lifting program, you're going to fill out. How did Durant fill out? Durant did. Uh, is Durant terrible? No, he's not. But he he's does, awesome. He shoots threes. 
He's not an inside so guy. He, yeah, but Wimby will be able to shoot, shoot over pretty much anybody. Yeah, Durant goes inside all the time. He doesn't just shoot threes. He's not like a three-point shooter. No, he never he, posts up. Durant, I've never seen Durant, Durant post Durant up Durant dunks life. on fast breaks, but for the most part, he's a wing and three-point shooter sure at this is. point, especially oh, sure now. Is. Yeah, and that's where... You can look at his shot but chart. But nobody wants a- anyone to post up. Yeah, why would you? Yeah, Do right, you want so, DeRozan? Do you want just long twos? Well, who do you think he's going to be guarding when he gets to the NBA? Seven five guy? Yeah, Giannis. He's going to be guarding a guy like Giannis. Their body types are so wildly different that. Can I show you young Giannis before yeah. you? Yeah. Giannis, like, when he, was, he was also a twig when he was shooting over fucking broomsticks on his film, like to get drafted. Nobody knew who Giannis was. He's going to be when when he will be pick this guy unguardable for sure. Yes, he's going to get like buckets is, at will. Durant, Durant is, is unguardable as well compared to who he is now. Or here's an even better one. This is young Giannis. Right here in Europe. Okay. This guy, skinny as fuck. He, they got, he got jacked with the butt. Not to mention, he's going to get to America. He's going to put on weight because he's going to yeah. be eating processed foods. Yeah, yeah, but you don't want to go full That's fucking true. Embiid with that, you know. Yeah, it Zion. depends on the candy, or how Zion's, much he likes candy. Zion's not, Zion was born here, motherfucker. Yeah. I know, but I'm, I'm saying Zion when he got to New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. he, but you I, don't uh, think, he, look, you're, you're, you're a huge Philly fan. You don't think Embiid would dominate that guy because I sure do. Oh, well. He's not guarding Embiid. Yeah, he will be guarding Embiid. He's a guard. No, he's. No, he's not going to be a guard. You're not going to put the seven foot guy guarding John Stockton or a fucking. You're, that's not going to happen. Why not? Maybe it, it, I haven't seen him play defense. Actually, I haven't either. You, you got to be able to. You got to be able to run backwards. The one thing I haven't seen, yes, defense, is him play defense. Right? Yep. Like you have to be, able, be like a point five. Sure, you can just like take guard the ball the, guard up a three and, or something like that. I mean, I kind of feel like you got to put a guy like that in the zone. You can't play. The How guy do you put a seven foot guy? Have him, seven fucking, five guy. Have him just fucking collapse into the box when someone goes in and swat that fucking ball from behind. He's going to be able to reach over him like it's nobody's business. What do you think he's going to guard Ja Morant? I'm not going to guard Morant. Well, guard like, to, to, you guard like a to. wing. He, he could maybe guard, not a slasher wing. Also, a shooter did, wing, yeah. Who but, did Dirk guard ever? Not one person in his entire career. Right, yeah. <laughs> and he did just fine. Well, he made the Hall of Fame. He yeah. made the Hall yeah. of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. He won a title. Got a chip, yeah. 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 Big body, yeah. though. Big body on Dirk. He's a little bit Can bigger. I show you young Dirk? He was a... <laughs> There's all stick. these twinks that you're like, oh, they were jacked. Dude, Look. show me a picture of Dirk Nowitzki's ankles at 19 versus this kid. It's not even fucking close. <laughs> yeah, I know dude. he was smaller this dude's than an alien. I know you loved Chet Holmgren, and it collapsed in your faces last year. When both <laughs> I of can't us wait. Said, oh, my God. He can't wouldn't wait. play and one didn't game play in the for NBA. like three fucking years. And neither will Chet Holmgren. Yeah, didn't Call fucking... me in 2029. So what is Embiid now? An all, like a perennial all-star. For three years, probably yeah. until he breaks down as well. You know, oh, uh, uh, they look. Philly's not. He winning gets like anything. a good nutrition program. Uh, we're not going to win something. Okay, we're having we're the third seed in the East. Well, who's going to have the first pick in the draft? Because that's where he's going to go. The obviously. number one. Uh, someone. The, the odds are out because the who is he going to? Because it's still the worst a, team it's, the a, Magic? it's a lottery still. Even if you or have the, the worst right. record, right? Detroit. They're not going to. They're going to give a. They're going to rig it so it's not like he's not going to end up in Detroit. Detroit or Houston? Houston would be fine. No, Detroit. Detroit, I think, has the Yeesh. number one odds. He'll end up in Houston. He needs to go to a big market. Houston has an, a number. Houston, San Antonio, and Detroit are all tied right now. Houston's not a big enough market, by the way. Uh, if you're looking to make what? a dent here, yeah, not the at all. The third biggest market in the country? Houston? Right? Houston's the, the fourth third biggest big, city in the yeah. country. Uh, it's the third in our na- in our state, right? No, mm, no. it's the f- biggest in the it's state. The biggest really? The state. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's gross. Houston. I think San Antonio is actually Why doesn't anybody Dallas, go to their it? shit? What do you talk? Go to what shit? Nobody goes to uh, Houston uh, Titans. What are they? The the Texans. That's yeah. because the Texans suck. The Texans are nobody. Oh, nobody goes to the Rockets games. They're also, they also the, the Rockets were sold out everyone, every day when in the Harden days and the everyone Chris goes Paul days. to uh, Astro games. Yeah, the yeah. Astros are fucking crowds are crazy. The Rockets would be interesting. They got Jalen Green over there. 
Yeah. Uh, Brooklyn would be good for him. Gross. Scott, do you happen. want to play for that team? Brooklyn's making the playoffs. How yeah, are Brooklyn's they getting... not in the lottery. No, I'm just saying if they were going to rig it somehow. like You can't rig, you can't rig Brooklyn up there, though. It would have to be yeah, Chicago might be in the lottery. That would be one, maybe. But... Chicago would be great for him. Or Dallas might. Dallas no, Dallas be... can make the playoffs, right? I mean, uh, maybe. Uh, no. Ten teams no. make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah they're, they're out. They're a game out right now. Uh, who's Here's who's out of it. Utah is out of it. Gross. Ew. You don't want to see him in Utah. Portland, gross. You don't want to see him there. You'll be I, invisible. I, I San Antonio will be invisible. Know. Portland with uh, with Dame might be interesting. It would. Um, but, man, how does that dynamic But then on the, uh, in the East, it's the Wizards, Magic, Pacers, Hornets, and Pistons. That's all a waste the, of time. The, the, the most interesting one would be the Magic because they have so much young talent on that team. But I don't know if that even makes sense for them. If I had, if I was the Magic and I had the first pick in the draft, I would trade it for a fucking veteran to put with all those young guys. You just take the best player. Yeah, you yeah. just take a generational figure talent. Yeah. Figure it out um, later. Let's see here. Uh, oh, they're talking about that fucking uh, three-point dunk here. Yeah. Uh, NBA exec said, I wish I would have tanked the draft. I don't even know if it's possible because you it's still a ping pong system and all that shit so frozen uh, yes. envelope the yeah, top, what, what yeah. league is he playing in exactly the uh it's some french fucking california thing penal or league or something, something. Yeah. That's yeah what that's what by the way speaking of the california penal league um spencer strider with 99 on way better not yep. not as a pitcher that just makes way more sense to yeah. me because he's also kind of a fucking nerdy dude he, with a big goofy mustache yeah. and shit he i think he's gonna win the cy young this year okay mm. Well, we'll get to it in a second. Uh, meantime, we got some sponsors who put this shit wagon on the air. Again, first and foremost, mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles your first deposit all the way up to $1,000. Uh, look, kids, you got the tonight's game on. You got the Masters this weekend. We'll be doing a Masters preview here tomorrow, I believe. When is that going to drop? Wednesday? No, we'll do it tomorrow. Okay. And drop it tomorrow. We'll drop it tomorrow. You Give seem, the people need time. time. You people seem got to, people got to draft their Calcuttas and shit like that. Super oh, yeah. confident. In I this. got the Calcutta. Don't you really? Wednesday too. So for I, the Masters, for the Masters, I uh, somehow you know I had four uh, Sweet Sixteen teams and two Elite Eight teams. No, th- yeah, two Elite Eight teams made no money. Yeah, none. I broke even. Yeah, yeah. Because Texas and Creighton blew it. But now we're gonna we're gonna make some money. We're in gonna make some it. money. Uh, all the odds again are on mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros will double that first deposit all the way up to a thousand dollars. Turn your love of sports into your new side hustle. Make a little cash. Um, those Masters odds are great, too. Um, I like them a lot. Uh, and then drinkingbrostickets.com if you want to go to any of these events. Uh, tonight's game, actually. This is the cheapest ticket for a national championship game uh, in the last 40 years, I think. So if this is on your bucket list and you are in Houston and want to go to this game tonight, I can promise you, usually these tickets run for about 500 bucks a piece. Uh, they're going for under $100 right now. Yeah. And uh, you can go and sit anywhere, watch the national championship, and check that off your bucket list. So they're playing at Houston, the Rockets Arena? Nope. No. NRG. NRG. Mm. So that's 80,000 yeah, people okay. there. Good. Because, so. I mean, the Rockets would be, what, 20,000 maybe? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Toyota Center is Because it's a school where, like, San Diego State, you don't grow up a San Diego State fan. You're only a San Diego State fan if you went to San Diego State. If Not, you went to school there. And there's really, like, even, what I'm if sure there are some UConn t shirt fans, but. Like there's a couple, yeah, a couple. It may, they would couple, be older yeah. at this point because they haven't been dominant like they used to be back in the. Actually, there might be more mm. women's UConn t-shirt fans than men. There's really in that area. Be. You're probably a UConn fan. Oof. Fucking Gino had put it together. I mean, that's 
Yeah. Hard to argue with that success. Right before game time here, uh, tickets are $50. So, yeah. It's, they need to stop uh, playing these fucking you things. You can get hammered. I, hey, look, though, if, it, if it's a bucket list item and you want to go see it because they give out cool shit and all that stuff, uh, Dan and I have been before. It's a blast. I think you guys have been as well, right? Yeah. yeah. I've, been to a, I've been to the Final Four, but not the Natty. Yeah. Um, um, it's fun. And it's, it, again, it is a bucket list item. This is the one year. You, you can get $50 tickets. I and think go it's going to be a great game. Go, uh, I think it's going to be a great game, legitimately. I, and, it, and it could be. But also, just to say you were there at a national championship, yeah. you will never in your life get something for $50 and go get fucked up with your buddies. So uh, if you want to do it and it's on your list, uh, now's the chance to do it. Uh, we'll switch on over to baseball here like we were talking about. Uh, who came out of the gates hot this weekend? Uh, the best team in baseball, the Philadelphia Phillies at 0-3. Yeah, <laughs> there they are. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah. Are we the good luck charm this year? They're 3-0. Yeah. Or, well, the Marlins are 1-3. and three. Or, well, <laughs> or they started out against the Tigers. We didn't have to say that. The yeah. Tigers are terrible. They're terrible. That's I, who they opened up and against. And the Tampa Bay Rowdies lost again this weekend. You know, I God think, damn it. Dude. I think the Stop year it. the Braves well, won the World Series, they started out 0-3. I mean, oh, know, they were out into the universe. Yeah. Right? They were Let's manifest that not shit. Not only just 0-3, <laughs> but yeah. they were... Um, I think they lost 11 of their first 14 games or It was something pretty like that. bad. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty gnarly. To be fair, the Rangers are loaded this year. All right, They yeah. kind of are. I mean, they, they have, are. dudes. They I don't know why we opened up against the Rangers because... It's just the way it goes. That, that offense is tough. The, yeah. the pitching is okay. DeGrom got smacked around. Well, yeah, once you get past the, the first few starters, the pitching is just okay, but they, yeah. that offense is fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun to watch. We're, I'm going to go up to some games here pretty soon and check them out. It's a blast, man. I, like, you know, going to these games, we get to see some of these young guys in person. I was really impressed with that Chisholm kid, that Chisholm Jr. in uh, Miami. Jack Chisholm, yeah. God damn it, yeah, dude. Yeah, so he's, he looks lost in the outfield right now, which is good for us in two ways. One, he's learning the outfield, so when he comes over to the Braves next year, he'll know how to play it. Yep. Uh, and, two, and left. <laughs> yeah, and left. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, in yeah. center right and, now. Yeah, yeah, they just took a guy that's never played outfield in his life and like, hey, you're fast. Yeah, you yeah, go right. play outfield. It's that easy, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's fast. He jerked out a fucking home run. That oh, was yeah, he's just uh, yeah. mighty. He's, and he made that catch in the outfield, didn't he? He did, yeah. yeah that he slide and catch play, in the outfield, he, yeah. To be honest, that probably should have been a routine play. Yeah. yeah. But we made it, harder, it, made, right? it made Delco $500, yeah. so I believe Delco bought a jersey of him afterwards. Yeah. Uh, rightfully so. I was looking at jerseys in the stadium, though. I bought a hat, and then I was looking at the retro... Dontre, uh, Dontre Willis, Dontre yeah. Willis jerseys, yeah, yeah. and uh, it was like four hundred fifty dollars. I'm like, nah, I'll pass. They got some, they got some dope gear. Uh, D'Anthony and I, after his first pitch that night, ran into uh, Chisholm's parents actually inside the gift shop. His mom and his uh, sister, yeah, uh-huh. sick, he, yeah. His, uh, it was funny. He, his sister was taking his. Uh, nephew, her son, his little nephew, is probably like five years old, maybe. Yeah. Around to all the things that had his face on him and taking pictures of him. Yeah, that's, that's funny. That's yeah. yeah, it was really cool to see, and uh, and then he showed out all weekend. So yeah. it was fun, man. Yeah, he's, he's a got a player. super tight family. Apparently, so hopefully, again, they move up to Atlanta soon because mm-hmm. we really like that guy. And uh, we like we liked his family. They were very yeah. pleasant people. And I don't want Marcelo Zuna on my fucking baseball. I don't care how many home runs he hits. I want yeah, him gone. He's yeah. get out. Shit. Yep. Get out. Switch him. Switch him for Chisholm, and I'm all good on yeah. that. But the Braves got off to a pretty good start too. They dumped one yesterday because their uh schuster their uh young starter made his debut and walked like five people i don't know if it's nerves or what the fuck was going on with Bum. him yeah yeah <laughs> he's, not, I do he's, not really, he's gonna be a bust he's not really supposed to be pitching 
right now in the major leagues. Like no, we no, just no, kind of no. got to patch yeah. up the back yeah. end of the rotation. I'm yeah, a little worried about make it. Make excuses. Go ahead. Yeah, it's fine. I'm a little worried about Atlanta uh, in this upcoming series against St. Louis. Not a great team to catch. Get out the brooms. When you don't have uh, <laughs> a lot of starting pitching depth right now. Well, they're, neither do they. They don't. They don't. It might be, I mean, you might want to bet some overs if yeah. you're going to bet baseball well, this week. Their, their offense is real top heavy. After five, it kind of dumps off. Ours is not like that. The Braves' offense is solid one through nine. I agree. No matter, And they have two or three dudes they can plug in anywhere in that lineup as well. So we were with uh, some of the executives over the weekend, obviously, <laughs> and uh, pri- well, not privately, but because we're going to tell it on the show. Uh, but I asked them, I said, who do you think is the best team in baseball? And they were like, talent-wise, it's the Braves by far. It's not even close. That's, that's what they said. Yeah, and it, well, it's because every team, every other team, has some kind of glaring weakness of some sort. The Dodgers' offense is kind of on the down. Same situation with uh, the Mets and the Cardinals. After the first five, six hitters, it kind of goes off rapidly. After yeah. that, um, not a lot of teams are solid one through nine. There's a couple, but the ones that do don't have great starting pitching or they don't have a great bullpen. The Braves have all that shit. But that doesn't mean anything because they had all that shit last year too, yeah. and they got bounced in the second round. They right? have one glaring weakness. What's that? Ego. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something that I want to bring up, which is uh, pretty controversial right now, is the the pitch clock. Uh, I thought it was a bad idea. Said it on the show. Um, I think somebody else said it was a, a bad idea too. Once I got there in the stadium and got to see it in person. I fucking loved it, and it sped up the game. Uh, I highly enjoyed it. There was a lot more action, and now you're forced to watch every single fucking thing because there's a clock on it, and it's no different than the NBA and everything else. Once you're inside the stadium, I loved it. Thoughts from you guys? Um, I think it, it needs some tweaks, but I don't have a problem with it. Make it faster. No, <laughs> I don't know. You can't, right? Eight then, seconds. Then have like uh, the the noise when it gets down to five. It starts beeping progressively loud. Burp, oh, burp, burp, yeah. Burp. And it's like made people panic. Fuck. fuck. I want to say fans in Milwaukee were counting it down the other day. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, they were like five, four. Like when the guy wasn't getting on the mount. Like for the, the opposing pitcher. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I think it needs to go. I think right now with no runner, uh, no runner on, it's twenty seconds. No, it's fifteen with no runner on. It's 20 with a runner oh, Okay, on. and yeah. then, then to start a new at-bat, it's 25 seconds or something like that. I, I think, think they need yeah. to play with the numbers. It seems like it's rushed a little bit, but I like it. I mean, So I, I'm glad you brought that up. There was a memo that went out over the weekend mm-hmm. about making some tweaks like that, so they are going to do that. But as, think, a, as a fan of baseball, I thought I would have hated it, and yeah. I, I loved it. Well, the most important part of it is the way that it is adjudicated by the home plate umpire. If you have a guy that's really into the game that knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. and he's like using the the – the uh, not the letter of the law, but the fucking purpose of the, the law. Of the law, yeah. To to make those choices, like you, the guy on opening night that we saw was fucking great. Everything he did was great because anytime there was any kind of uh, force majeure interruption, like an active guy, like something that nobody necessarily was responsible for, a guy's not out fucking around with his batting gloves or something, something just delayed it a little bit. He would step out, tell the guy to restart the clock and get back in. Right. That's got to be done very well, otherwise this is going to become a problem. But I. The, the the umpires in baseball are mostly really fucking good. There's three that suck yeah. worse than any human beings on earth. They, the they, worst, may as, they may as well join ISIS. The worst refs. CB Buckner, Angel Hernandez specifically, they should be launched into the sun. Yeah, they're fucking. The, the worst refereeing I've seen recently out of all the sports has been this college basketball tournament, both men's and women's. Every well, year. Sorry, no, every year. The coach for there. LSU physically grabbed, ripped the arm of the referee. Oh. That would have been a 10-game suspension. Any other year. I mean, you would have been thrown out of the game. I that. mean, that Angel Reese 
fucking in somebody's face taunting like that, you would have been teed up, teed up for that multiple as well. She didn't get attacked for then, it, which, then, but she was somehow treated differently or then something. Ka- then, yeah, like, I think Caitlin Clark rolled the ball to the ref and that she got teed up for that. She got teed but, up yeah. for that? Well, uh, yeah, it, it's obviously super racist. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, that's the worst refereeing I've seen. Uh, baseball, I agree with you. Those three guys. And then pretty much they're pretty goddamn good. Yeah, there's, I mean, uh, you can go to Ump Scorecards, I think. Yeah, it's on tw- it's a Twitter, Twitter account. But they have a website as well where you can look into the entire history of these guys. Okay. Um, and there's they, they rank them by accuracy and stuff. The, the vast majority of Major League Baseball umpires are really, really good at their jobs. Yeah. And for some reason, these, these couple of dudes that are really bad continue to, it's, I don't know what it is. They're just like, garbage. I wonder why the other umpires aren't like, because it is a union. That's fair. But the people inside the union have the authority to fucking change things that they want. I, you know, I, there was a thing with Buckner and Ali Marmol, the Cardinals manager mm-hmm. in spring training, where Buckner like refused to take the lineup card from him or some dumb shit like that because Marmol criticized his poor performance. Uh, and uh, the other umpires apologized to the Cardinals manager. They're like, we're sorry, man. He's an asshole. We know. Yeah. Like, yeah. So they fucking know. Like, they fucking know. They definitely know. But they're protecting their own, I think. Honestly, I don't know what else it would be. Yeah. So, I, we'll see. Well, that, that worked out really well for police. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, and teachers. Ump Scorecards. But. Yeah. It's umpscorecards.com as well as the website. You can go check out all these guys' fucking stats. Um. Um. The accuracy, not just behind the plate, but also calling. Because Angel Hernandez is a guy who already this season has had three consecutive calls he's made overturned, three three in a row. And they were. It wasn't like he called all three out. He was wrong on in different ways on every single. It's like if you're not good, you got If you're really really good at one thing and you kind of are okay at the rest, like all right, cool, I guess he's a home run hitter. Yeah, he's a little home run heater, you know, <laughs> a little home run heater. But if you suck at everything, like what the fuck are we doing? Right. Angel Hernandez sucks so bad that he gets heckled in public. Oh yeah, like when people see him out in public, he gets heckled. Yeah, you shouldn't even. They nobody should even know your fucking name. Right. If you're the umpire. Did, did you hear the story? And maybe you did just because we were talking about it or something. But you as the listener, did you hear the story about Angel Hernandez suing the MLB for being racist for not letting him umpire in the playoffs? And then Probably dur- not. Then during the discovery period of that, the uh, Major League Baseball offered up his rates, like how accurate he was. And they're like, no, right. we don't choose you because you suck. And then the That's fact funny. that the national yeah. sports writing media did not run with that mm-hmm. is because... Even they fucking knew that it's he not sucks. race. He's just fucking terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, same with last night's game. It wasn't race. It was when the, when it happened. Uh, and it's like, fuck off. I will say this. It's a thousand times more likely that it's a race issue with that game than it is with Angel Hernandez. Because Angel Hernandez is the worst. The, there is no. Like, he's so bad. No one could possibly ascribe it to racism. That's funny. Uh, we'll switch on over to college football here. Uh, Jalen Carter, God damn it! Uh, this kid makes the worst decisions on the fucking planet here. Uh, is refusing to meet with anybody outside the top ten for this month's draft. Uh, his agent is Drew Rosenhaus. Huge shock there. Uh, says I'm confident Jalen will go in the top ten. That there's just no need to meet with anybody else outside of ten. Now I looked who had ten, and it was the Philadelphia Eagles, mm. and and it was the last meeting he did take out mm. of there. With all this bad PR, why even put this statement out? Even if you're not going to visit everybody else, I don't know, man. It's fucking insane. He's a to stud. Me. He'll get drafted. I, but if you're betting on this, because hey, we're doing a huge live show uh, for the NFL draft. MyBookie.com will have all the odds to this. I think there is an over/under of ten. Do you think he'll go under ten? 
yes. in the draft. You do. Uh, off talent. Okay. Alone. I think he's going eight. Well, there's two teams that said no, and the eighth team was uh, Is the, it Detroit? It's the Falcons. Oh, the Falcons. They yeah. said no. Falcons mm. said no, and the Raiders also said no. They're not drafting. Oh, the Raiders said no. Good, correct. No, okay. I mean, correct. honestly, I don't want to root for the guy because he's being a bitch right now, but good for him. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to play for him. And also, the Raiders are like, look, we've drafted enough car accident creators yeah, lately. We don't. That's exactly what, he, what they said. Their statement was, we cannot take another risk again. With with a with a draft choice like this, who's got character issues? But uh, so they pulled themselves out. Falcons pulled themselves out, um, and that leaves you with eight teams. And the reason why the the odds are so high, well, four of them least, are going to be quarterbacks, right? So they're out. Remember when people were chirping Todd McShay when he brought this up, like months ago? Oh yeah, talking I, about how Carter's like, yeah, he's got character issues. Like, but we I can't really get into it. But like, I we will told say you that. what it was on the show, like his teammates his own teammates said he was lazy he never practiced never showed up for practice mm. and didn't fucking care it's more than that but obviously well later on yeah. but he didn't know about the car accident uh, uh, mcshay knew more than you th- you remember you think he knew about the car accident not that but like other stuff because the car accident hadn't happened yet yeah. but he just knew he was a piece of shit apparently yeah well a, a lot of people did or even his own dumb. teammates but um but yeah i uh, jesus man it'll be fun for us on draft nights uh, where would he go then? So if the Falcons are out, the Raiders are out, and then you got four quarterbacks, you're left with four teams essentially. Would the Eagles draft him, you think? Whoever's the first team to not want to draft a quarterback. You think so? Probably. Because isn't that, that kid from Clemson and the, the linebacker from Georgia's fucking great? He'll probably go top ten as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, who you got Will, there? Will Who's Anderson left? from Alabama will probably uh, yes. Be the first Will Anderson, guy. I would take Will Anderson. But, uh, but to to his point, I I do believe that Carter will be the second defensive guy taken. Okay, the, so the where, upside, where does that where does that the, leave you, Bob? The, the upside the upside is just so high. You know what I mean? Yeah. On that guy, as as, as long as you can get him to actually fucking work out and not do dumb shit, but that's a big if these or, days. Or maybe a team that doesn't care about you trying or not can draft him like the Cardinals at three. Yeah, because they definitely yeah, they don't care. <laughs> I mean, they oh, care enough to try to put it in homeboy's contract. They hired yeah. a coach. Who the fuck's the Cardinals coach? Uh, I think it's you. Yeah, it might be you. <laughs> Just show it up. might be you. Just show up with a clipboard and say, hey, guys, let's get started. I'm looking at this list of top ten here. What would actually make sense is the Lions at six they simply because, defense, yeah. well, but their coach is a fucking hard ass, and you can't go out and party in Detroit. I don't think that guy's going to respond well to Dan Campbell. You don't think so? I Kirby's a hard ass? Kinda. Kirby's a fucking. I don't know if he's like a dick, but he's a, he's a hothead. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's a shouter. He's a. Uh, but he also kind of yeah. seems like a guy that makes exceptions, right? Like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Urban Meyer's a hard ass, and he let people get murdered. Yeah, yeah sure so. did. That's a good point. Well, Ty- Ty- you could murder as long as you yeah. were great on the field. Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech might go up. Uh, That's what I'm uh, saying. Above him as well. Yeah, dude. Honestly, I think Carter's better, but. He's look. You would have said that. Uh, so I don't know, man. Uh, interesting move though, because if he slips past that, mm. bombs away at that point. I also there. don't think the Bears are going to take a defensive player at nine. Do no, you? they're taking receivers. Yeah, they're yeah. Need you receiver. fucking better take a yeah. receiver. Well, they didn't take anything. Yeah, 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 true. Yeah. Uh, I think they're probably going receiver there, but uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll move on over to uh, the WWE. They have finally sold, and I was correct on this. I said that fucking thing with Saudi Arabia was a, a ruse to get somebody else to Endeavor. bid for them. Uh, yes, WME um, Endeavor has uh, has purchased them, uh, combining the UFC with the WWE to create a $21.4 billion organization. Giorgio, 
Are you amped about that or not amped about that? At least they can bring some of that element of personalities over into uh, W or the the UFC. I really do <laughs> think they should hire Triple H as the fucking brand manager. So do I. That, he fucking did a great job at sure WWE. Did. Yep. That was his main job after he stopped wrestling. Thoughts on that? <laughs> I mean, I'm really happy what's going on right now in the world of combat sports. I feel like combat sports is in the best place it's ever been in a long time. Flow is constantly poking the bear as it comes to UFC, especially when it's doing when it comes to grappling. They just signed Gordon to like a 10-fight deal. 1FC is Pardon still... Me, what, what's Flow? Uh, flow Sports. Uh, it's an alternative sports broadcasting network that you can uh, sign up to, and they cover a lot of, almost all the Olympic sports. So if you want to watch track and field, gymnastics, grappling, wrestling, uh, amateur mixed martial arts... Uh, a lot any, of college. Yeah, a lot of college stuff, amateur promotions. Flow, flow's covering that. They're also doing professional uh, sports with wrestling and grappling in combinations with UFC Fight Pass. Based, so out, of, based out of Austin, actually. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Um, so they just signed Gordon uh, to a 10-fight deal, which is really big there. 1FC, uh, what's going on out of Singapore, is doing these mixed fights cards where they'll do kickboxing, Muay Thai, MMA, and grappling all in the same card. So like you'll mix it up a little bit, which I find to be pretty interesting. It's like, honestly, I don't really care. Giorgio, really care how are you forgetting doing. Fight Circus? Uh, I don't know, Dan. What's Fight Circus? So Fight Circus, Ross, you would love Fight what Circus. Is it? Oh, my God. So you need to look up the card that just happened this past weekend. Okay. They do crazy shit. Really? So they did, like, musical chairs where the two guys that won musical chairs, they got six people that won musical chairs, the two guys that won musical chairs fought one person. So it was two on one. Oh, I'm all in. What, where is this at? Uh uh, not in America. Uh, <laughs> are they the ones that have really? the dude dressed like the old, the older guy that was bigger fighting the two smaller dudes? Uh, that was really fun. So they also have a thing called Siamese boxing. Yeah, wait, Bob Sapp just did it. So this is the if you've yeah, seen yeah with this, Rampage Jackson, Rampage and, Jackson uh, and Bob Sapp are both in a giant American flag T-shirt, basically like all, all Apollo. They each Rocky. get one arm, and it's just two guys in one shirt boxing another guy or two other guys with one shirt on. Shut the That's fuck okay. up! I would and, watch that. And people are paying for this. Yeah, I mean, I'd watch it. I would. You don't even need to go beyond Fight Circus. They just yeah. had, they just had a. Uh, uh, blindfolded Muay Thai. <laughs> like, wouldn't you? No I mean, way. That is that seems like the like spiritual successor to bum fights. And let's be no, honest, anyone yeah. in fight circus is unofficially a bum. We were like, just unofficially a we were bum. just talking about bum fights too when I was in Colorado because they are amazing. Bum fights is now street beefs, and literally Demetrius Johnson is sitting in a gaming chair, and every week he does commentary on street beefs. So we have one of the best fighters, like probably known as one of the most technical fighters of all time, sitting acting like a YouTuber talking about people fight in poo noodles. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they do like midget fights and stuff too. So like Fight Circus has it all. Okay. Yeah. And I don't I, think it's very expensive. I'm in. Uh, <laughs> Vince McMahon, by the way, will stay on as head of this. Uh, so is Dana White. <laughs> not, not just the head of whatever. He's, they're making him the chairman of the board of the new organization that owns both UFC and WWE. Yeah. I'm not sure I think that's a good idea. It's not. <laughs> It's pretty terrible. It's, it's, it's what leads to more power slap is what this leads to. And if you slowly creep down that while you have talent go other places and like people who care about the sport and are really into the sport start watching other places. If the UFC loses its cachet as having the best fighters in the world, things could go downhill. I don't, mm. think, that, I don't think that'll happen. Like, don't get me wrong. I think they're miles ahead right now can't lose that cachet. Right. I mean, the second best organization is what? Bellator? And you see the no, card they just I'd say put out? One. I'd say one's better than Bellator. Yeah, but like nobody watches or knows much about one in 
America yeah, yeah, that yeah, aren't like America. hardcore Fight fans, right? Well, let me ask you about this. Uh, they just had the first PFL over the weekend, and mm-hmm. ESPN also owns the rights to that, which I thought was bizarre. Yeah, they do some weird Crow distribution rights with the PFL, and the PFLs ran as a tournament as well. Yeah, so like you just it's basically all about getting that million dollar check at the end. They also had uh, Gambre- Gamebred Boxing this weekend, mm-hmm. so they did. Saying. Yep. So it was just a bunch of like you had uh, I think Aldo fought Jeremy Stevens in boxing. Yeah. Pettis fought too, right? Pettis beat. I, yeah, he fought in the bare knuckle MMA fight, right? No, no, he was in game bread. Oh, he fought a uh, what's his name? Old ass boxer. Did he I beat Roy Jones no. Jr.? Yeah, Roy Jones Jr. Yeah, did he beat him? Yeah, Pettis won. Really? Yeah, Anthony Pettis. Good well, job. Roy Jones Jr. has got to be what fifty five now. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he beat up an old man. Yeah, he's up there. He's up there for sure. Which I would watch in Fight Circus. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch that in right? Fight Circus for one, sure. Re- one, one, uh, you know, thirty year old fighter. Against like three seventy-year-old fighters, but uh, like seventy-year-olds that were professionals, right? Yeah. Versus like a guy who's twenty-five who just started taking a few boxing classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The local skate punks hanging outside the Seven Eleven versus three angry dads. Yes. Yes. Yep. I'm, I'm down for You're that. Get, you would get that in fight circus. That's, I'm just pimping it out. Think but, about it. But too. right now, because I watched a little bit of that PFL, and it it wasn't bad. It kind of looks the same. Obviously, I, yeah. So me, so as me, I don't expect you, Ross, to like PFL at all. I expect you to be bored out of your mind by that. Yeah, I expect you to equate that to watching bowling. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah, when it's I not when, good it's not good fighting. When I watched it, uh, the one thing that kept coming to mind was. All right, you got Bellator, you got PFL, you got UFC, you got all this shit. Uh-huh. I would rather just see all the talents in one place. And it's hard, it's, hard to do. it's hard to do. It's going to water down all of these things now. Bringing back to what I said before, UFC. the UFC has to keep its cachet of being the best, and it's where the best fighters in the world are. There is one they, way to do it, and I think it exactly what happened to the PGA this last year. With all the competition from Liv, they were forced to jack up the, the pay, therefore, you're seeing the best people in the PGA. I think UFC has finally got to start paying oh, their Shasta fucking Brooks fighters. Kepka with Maybe. that giant win in Live Orlando. Oh, yeah. oh, did he win? Yeah. Yeah, see, you His didn't even fucking hear about that shit. It's crazy. Wife and he is made happy. zero extra dollars from it. You just fucking make your, the money you already signed up for. Oh, uh, no, he made no, $4 no, no. million. Dollars. Yeah, no, $4 you, million? Yes. Yeah. You, make, you make that purse on top oh, of it. Oh, damn. Yes. Dude. Again, nobody watched it. So no. Brooks's wife Liv, watched it. Liv is not going to be around long. Either way, it jacked up the prices for PGA, and I think this is going to force the UFC to finally pay their fucking fighters, which maybe. they should. Maybe. Ah. maybe, or they could leverage the marketability or the marketing uh, expertise of WWE to get these guys more outside money, which would be a smart move. I mean, right? did Vince McMahon really ever pay his guys? Not Only the top really. Oh, yeah, but the top people, they got paid. <sighs> yeah, but Hulk Hogan Dana got paid. Already, Dana kind of already does that with like Connor and like the actual superstars, but yeah. like, he doesn't really pay anyone Dude, else. I, here, I'll say this. Because there I is no know. other actual superstars who will bring asses to the seats. But also, this mm. is just like a conglomerate just taking another thing under their wing. It's it's not really going to add much to the UFC. Well, it should. Otherwise, should. what's the fucking point? Like, yeah. They, like when you when you do because it's in Denvers. When it's you do in Denver is, as a company, yeah, it's not, no, it's not it. the UFC that's like, oh, we acquired right. wrestling. But like, one but, hand washes you, the other. You there. acquire something no. for a reason. It's not just to make your company more valuable. No, it's just like a Johnson and Johnson thing. Yeah. No, I look. I think the success of like a Logan Paul over the weekend, WrestleMania. Holy shit, man! I mean, that was trending number yeah, one. Everybody not, came he out. To, he doesn't go then into a an UFC card. Like, it's not like you're pulling guys from there and bringing them over. Like they did that with CM Punk once, and that was like a very terrible. No, that's not. That's not terrible the point. deal. The point is that the WWE is the best marketing device 
for sports that has ever existed. In, and then the, in the 90s? Heels versus... In the 90s? No, their ratings still are still day. high as shit, and they suck. They're the product Fox. sucks now compared to what it used to be, and they still fucking dominate yes. everybody I can't, else. I can't it's made keep for kids hyping now. it up as a product. Yeah, Friday Night Smackdown is still huge. Pat McAfee hosted. They backed up the truck and wrote him a huge check for that. They're still making gajillions oh, a of dollars. a ton of money it, off I of don't think WrestleMania just happened. Combat yes. sports in any way, and I don't think the merger of these two companies helps combat sports in any way. Uh, the Why? Only thing that, the Why only thing, would you not think that? The it's only marketing. thing I think it really helps in any aspect is I think the UFC, or I think the UFC or Endeavor could have bought AD, ADCC recently. I don't know if they're in like a, some sort of like... Uh, bought full, what? ADCC, Abu Dhabi Combat Championships. Uh, they're also putting on 50 events under the ADCC rule set. And we're starting uh, to get into oh, underground yeah. cockfighting now. We're getting too into the weeds. It's yeah, like, yeah, no, let's, like shit. let's talk, talk, let's talk, let's talk, let's talk about the yeah. most effective marketing company for sports in the history of marketing or sports. Why is yeah. it so boring? Why is it so bad? Right now, I don't know. same thing with the UFC. They do so not have the personalities. Yeah. UFC is, a, is great they do, right now. But they're again, the highest they've ever been. Wrestling is not Wrestling is not for the toilet. What? Wrestling is for kids, man. Wrestling is for children. Yeah, I agree with that. It and is it's something for kid dads to take their kids to and have a good yeah, time. At yeah, it. and That's they, they like it. It's better than it has been in a long time, like since like the '90s, the Attitude Era, allegedly. I, I, I don't really watch it anymore, but yeah, it's not made for us. It's not yeah. for us. I yeah. agree with that. Yeah, what's but worse, it, the wrestling adults or Disney adults? The, the ratings are huge on it. <laughs> yeah, but it's not if it's not made for us. Why do we care? Wait, let's like, get do, back do to Rob's question. Kids are watching WWE. Yeah, God, yeah. Fix because that fucking cord. Fifty dollars to just fix <laughs> the goddamn a, a cord. Because cord. kids, kids, believe it's it or not, mic. turn into adults who spend money. Yeah, uh, and that's why everything is geared towards getting children into your fucking marketing funnel. Yep. Every every business Groomers. is like that. Yeah, it's really what it is. Joe, <laughs> Joe, Joe Camel to fucking. It's it's been going on since marketing has existed, and WWE and sports is the best yep. ever at it, and UFC, it's not even close. UFC sold for five billion. WWE sold for ten. There's a reason for that. Yeah, but that was like 10 years apart, too. Inflation, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we don't have a uh, 500% thanks, inflation. But. Yeah, thanks, Biden. <laughs> and again, the UFC is still not, by capita or view, the biggest MMA organization one is. So, like, again, like... In the you world? Are, you know, yes, yeah, you want to yeah. throw numbers at me, like, oh, uh, professional wrestling is so much bigger. It's like, okay, it's bigger than the second MMA organization in the world. Many years later, sold for like these are just really. Which one's more profitable, one or UFC? Probably one. No, I mean, they're doing a lot no of crazy, way. dude. Singapore, man, they print money there. Like Singapore, whatever, Singapore, whatever Asia, they're doing, like seven million people in their entire country. Yeah, but you have the entire Southeast Asian market. Like, like fighting there has Japan's been tradi- they're traditional. They're fucking poor, dude. Southeast Asia is India and China. Japan watches it. Japan. Hey, man, don't count out I the mean, Jakarta just... TV market. <laughs> there, it's, it's like they're trading in fucking, they're, they're breaking fucking has, leaves and have to pay each other. Higher, it has me? higher view numbers. Like, that's all I'm saying is it has higher view numbers. So, Well, so does soccer, but nobody gives a fuck about that here yes, either. That's so, like, true. Soccer, yeah. players, people do. soccer and F1 have the highest salaries by far. No, 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 no. Not America. No, America. Again, but I like, love this. We'll use one statistic to prove a point and then... We'll use that same statistic to prove the opposite point right after. I'm like, oh, well, they, they make more money, no, no, but no, no one cares here. Nobody cares in America, right? So what do they care about more? And that's the whole People thing. People love F1 here. God, sh- fix the fucking mic, dude. People, People do, do love, love F1. F1. F1 has exploded Ever here. since that Netflix thing. Netflix yeah. thing, yeah. Although it was, it was on the rise and before I, that We're going to well. lose the goddamn race here. I know. Yeah. It's what do you mean? Why, why is it gone? I don't know. Coders they're just, a dope-ass track. They're like just moving sucks. to Miami, I think. Yeah, they are. Well, well, I, yeah. We've talked about it before. Miami, they're moving the golf tournament, too. Col- it's cultural a better fit. 
for for Pro- the F one then. P- well, yeah. probably yeah. true, but uh, there's also nothing over there at Coda. Yeah, it's Co- just the Coda's track. in a field. Yeah, yeah. Like they they need to build an entire city just around that to tr- attract something as big as that. They might just knock it down and make a, a city on top. They of should. It. I, they're close. It, it they're should, close. They really do need like a sort of. Um, Battery yeah. type of situation. Build, I mean, why not, dude? Yeah, like yeah. like around Atlanta State. Like I, like they do a lot of stadiums. Now. If I was an F one investor, if I owned a car or something like that, or if I was deep into that world, I would yeah. fucking buy that whole area. And that's why, by the way, genius of Austin SC to put that stadium up at fucking the, the domain, domain, yeah, and not out by fucking Coda, which they yeah. were thinking about yeah. doing. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree. Uh, NCAA tournament is on tonight. Looking forward to that. I'm taking UConn minus seven on mybookie.com. Bet with us or against us. Wait, so. Delco, didn't you have? Didn't you take San Diego State months ago or week, weeks no. ago or something? No, no. somebody, somebody, it was the and, big guy who took uh, UConn. No, and, somebody uh, in the group, maybe, or somebody. Uh, one of, oh one yes, of the, yes, one uh, of the fans or somebody took them at like so. Let me get to, yeah, actually, that's a great point. We'll get to that. So, uh, obviously, from the show, and everybody listens to the show, uh, more than a few people picked UConn after I picked UConn during the prediction show. One person, one drinking bro in the whole fucking brackets picked San Diego State to win it all. And uh, it's going to come down to the eight people who picked UConn and then the one guy who picked San Diego State. And I'm going to, I'm imagining it's just a, uh, somebody who, either alumni or a fan. I it's wonder like, what the fucking odds were on that. I to, don't know. Sixty to one, maybe. Something a Kawhi like that. Leonard fan, maybe. Maybe yeah. that could be a Spurs fan. Does Kawhi? Uh, does he have any fans? <laughs> that is the. Oh God, it's horrifying. He's not a human being. No, yeah. no, he's not a human being. But there was one guy who uh, will will win the the signed Magic Johnson jersey tonight. Pre HIV, obviously. And, uh, and you will get that if San Diego State wins. Uh, the rest of you who went with UConn like I did are going to have to duke it out here. Uh, and then it'll be sorted out two minutes after the game ends tonight. Um, so, yeah. There should be a tiebreaker, right, for score or something? There is, yes. Yeah. There's always a tiebreaker for score. Uh, but because of the disparity of nobody getting one more than one Final Four team picked correctly. I, I mean, one. Mm. One team correctly in the final. Now, four. if you are Todd and you pick the same score, we will rip the jersey in half. Correct. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we'll actually put our own blood on it, and then try to give you AIDS on the Magic Johnson jersey. So you have that to look forward to, and maybe you can root for that tonight. We'll see. Thanks for joining us, kids. For Danthony, Anthony Holloway, Delco, Dan, Hot Bob, Papa G. I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Monday Morning Recap. Good morning. Good morning.